you're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations, all while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. Now here's your host, Robin Waite. Welcome, everybody. It's the Fearless Business Podcast live again, coming to you with our extra special guest today, somebody I've been looking forward to speaking to uh, for one well, month, actually. In 2019, we first came across one another. Um, and it's it's a real pleasure because Alaric, our guest, is um, this is something which not many of you will know about, but it's some, a part of the ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club, which is a very elite group of people, actually. Alaric's background um, is in YouTube, uh, specifically advertising. He's been working working on the platform for 10 years, has built up uh, a channel of his own with over 400,000 subscribers. And uh, it was about five years ago that he moved into doing YouTube ads, which is something which coaches, consultants, freelancers, especially in the UK, are vastly underutilizing. So we're going to get an absolute masterclass, hopefully over the next 30 minutes or so with Alaric. So welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, Alaric. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Robin. I'm excited. Hey, not as excited as I am because I know that I'm going to be learning quite a lot. Purely selfish reasons, Alaric. Forget about everybody else. <laughs> We're going to be digging some dirt on fa- on uh, Facebook ads, YouTube ads. Yes. That's the plan, isn't it? I want to start off though with we'll come back to kind of how you got into it and what what your backstory is. But I, there there are some really fundamental mistakes which I see a lot of coaches, consultants, and people in that time for money type trap business they're making with advertising. So let's just start the baseline. What sort of mistakes do you see people making in advertising generally in those sorts of businesses? Absolutely. So a lot of people, when they get into advertising, I like to call it their advertising in almost two dimensions, right? And so that's regardless of the platform that they're on is they're usually going after either intent. So what somebody's doing right now, and we'll talk about that in a second, or they're just going off of, you know, affinity and like, you know, what somebody's interests are, but not really caring about what they're looking for in that moment. And so these two dimensional styles of ads, you know, oftentimes I see a lot of people, especially in the UK, but even, you know, like basically all over the world, they just, they just go into Facebook and they start, you know, advertising, you know, to affinities, you know, people who like certain pages, but here's the problem, right? If you go in and, and, you know, somebody's scrolling, let's say you're scrolling on your phone on Facebook, you know, you're not sure when somebody's actually going to see that app. They can see it while they're, you know, just checking it really, really quickly in the subway station. Like, you you don't know what's actually happening um, for them to see the ad. And oftentimes they're just scrolling past it, right? I call it, it's kind of like, you know, Tinder. It's like one swipe, you're gone, you know, (laughs) which is is a funny way of putting it. But versus, you know, actually having somebody looking up, you know, what you have to offer. So that's on YouTube. So people say, hey, you know, instead of doing affinity-based targeting, you know, affinities and demographics, those are the two two dimensions, right? So who somebody is, you know, maybe what their income is combined with what they like. People go onto YouTube and the big mistake that they make here is they're like, oh, wow, I can target people based on videos, which is really powerful. But then they, they only do demographics and then they do intent or the videos that somebody's watching. But if you reach somebody who's watching, let's say, a business-based video, and let's say you're a business coach, you don't have who they are as a person. They could, you know, they could be anybody watching a business video, right? And so what you want to do is you want to layer that third dimension on top of it so that you can take a YouTube ad that has intent, 
you can do the demographics of who somebody is, their household income, it has the intent. So somebody searching, you know, how to grow my business, how to get more leads and sales, let's say, you know, for a business coaching example. And then what you can do is you can layer on, and this is what most people leave out. You can layer on top of that on YouTube and affinity, right? So you can actually target people based on websites they've gone on in the past, which is incredibly powerful. You could do this based on Google Analytics. Any site that has Google Analytics is fair game. Websites people have gone in the past, similar sites. Um, there's, there's a way that you could target people based on similar sites that they've gone on in the past. You can also target people based on their Google searches combined with the video they're watching now. You can build custom affinity audiences. Google has audiences for people in market for consulting. There's all of these different things no, that you wait. So, so this means, right, so it, like mm-hmm. one of the biggest coaching organizations in the UK yep. is, a, is a group called Action Coach. Now, well, they're worldwide. They've got Action Coach everywhere. So if Action Coach have Google Analytics plugged in to their website, I, I can, as an advertiser, I can go and target their site traffic. Yeah, you could target the people that have gone to their site and have gone to similar sites. Now, it does depend on the size. So it can, it's not all just the, the exact people that, that have gone to the site in a certain period of time, but it's the people that have gone to that site and similar sites based on Google Analytics. And it's very, very powerful. This is one of the best kept industry secrets that we have. Um, this is actually one of our best free trainings. You know, we'll talk about this in a second. We have a Facebook group. Um, it's called our industry secret training because this is something I've talked with other top tier advertisers about. There's actually a very big name mattress company where I've talked with uh, their former head of digital marketing, and they were extensively using this to target uh, competitor mattress websites. Um, it's just, it's very interesting. It's, it's, it's super powerful and not a lot of people know about it. Well, Alaric, thanks. It's been a great interview. Uh, was... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't, I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. I mean, just those little insights. Cause I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm more, more uh, au fait with Facebook ads and what I see on Facebook ads. And I bet there are similar things going on with people trying to master YouTube ads is that yeah. We don't, it's not just two-dimensional, it's 500-dimensional. They just overlay audience on top of audience and on top of audience. And then they go, uh, A, they're not measuring whether it's working or not. And B, even if they are measuring it, they can't work out because it's all interwoven what is actually working. So I'm guessing it's a similar sort of thing with YouTube ads and audiences as well. It's actually different. Here's the thing. Here's one of the reasons I love YouTube. And again, I do believe the best approach is to take a diversified strategy, Facebook and YouTube ads. But one of the big benefits that YouTube has right now is you can actually go in into the campaign and see the exact number of leads, sales, conversions that come from each individual audience, each individual video you're targeting. You can get as granular as a specific video you're running your ad in front of or a specific keyword or a specific audience audience. Whereas on Facebook, as, as you know, right, you just have a campaign and there could be one audience or affinity that you're targeting that's working. But if the overall campaign is kind of performing mediocre, you have to throw the whole thing out, the baby out with the bathwater, right? Versus on YouTube, we take a, uh, I like to call it, right, a bullseye approach. So we cast a wide net and we're throwing darts at the board, but we can see, let's say each dart is a different keyword we're using. The keywords are like tags on a YouTube video. So it could be business coaching, how to get more leads, how to get more sales. And let's say that uh, business coaching works, how to get leads, but maybe how to get sales. Like it's attracting people who, um, you know, have a different type of business or they're more e-commerce and that type of person you're looking for. You, all you have to do is get rid of that keyword because you can see that keyword has produced less conversions uh, than business gotcha. coaching and the other ones. So you can actually narrow down on the bullseye. It's a very different strategy than with Facebook. 
Um, and I like it better. I'm an analytics guy. I love diving into the analytics and seeing exactly what keywords working, exactly what audience is working. And you can hone in that way. Nat- natural progression, obviously, because um, Google ads, you can kind of put in those negative keywords as well, yes. can't you? And op- you know, opt out of stuff as opposed to whereas Facebook's like catch all almost. Mm-hmm. And that, that I can see why there's, there's going to be cost differentials. And we're going to talk about ROI, hopefully, yes. on an investment a bit later on. Yes. Um, I was also going to ask, you know, because obviously with YouTube is, is just video basically, whereas other platforms, you know, have a mixture of different types of content, um, you know, whether it's uh, uh, post, you know, text-based posts, videos, image galleries and things like that. So obviously with when you're kind of just native video on, on YouTube, do the quality of the videos have to be better as well, I guess? So on YouTube, honestly, we have found that natural works best. And so what we do and what we recommend for clients is they can take an iPhone and a gimbal and just record that. And as it, we also recommend a little bit of microphone or lapel mic, whatever it is. But basically doing something like that is going to make it a lot better. Even the, the, the microphone, honestly, on the camera, like you just basically have a camera and a gimbal. Um, some people opt for a better microphone and you just go with that because it works. It's natural, right? You record the video that way and people stop what they're doing when they're on a YouTube video. Let's say they're looking up business coaching. If you just had some big, you know, produce studio, we're all custom to, um, you know, tuning out major ads. You're, you're bombarded with ads every day. When you watch TV, there's tons of ads, there's ads everywhere. And a lot of the ads people see on YouTube are for like, you know, actually, I'm not sure as much in the UK, but at least in America is like Geico, you know, Ford trucks, some of these, you know, basically, you know, car, big car manufacturers, big insurance agencies. Um, and they're all very produced people tune them out. They click skip. If you, right, for instance, Robin, if you pop up on a video natural and talking with people about how you're going to help them, you know, you, you talked about the, the road to 85K, um, you know, it's like one of those things. If you pop up on video talking about that naturally, you know, appealing to people, you're, you're a regular guy that's figured it out, people are going to trust you and then they're going to want to learn more. They're going to click the link. They're going to start to really get excited about um, taking those next steps. Well, interestingly, one of the um, one of the ads which I've seen recently, and I wonder whether you might have been involved in this. We have is mutual contact Ahmad. Oh yes, Manoa. Yes, he's and a client of ours. His his advertising. Oh my god, it is on yes. point. I just love his video where he's out there. It's, it's he's like the the looky looky man with the sunglasses yes. going around. Yes. Like, do you want to buy some consulting? Do you want to buy some consulting? Straight away, I was like, oh, it's just hooked. It's it's legendary. And I think you're absolutely right. Just doing something that kind of um, makes you kind of stand out of the ordinary against yeah. these overproduced like mass market videos. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to. Maybe I need to get. A, I, I haven't got a gimbal. I need to get a gimbal. What do you recommend? Like a DJI DJI yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yes, DJ Osmo. That's what I personally use. So I love that. And and yeah, exactly, exactly what you're saying. Like Ahmad, uh, and and he's a great example as well because as you know, right, he helps people who are building their own, you know, consulting business. And um, he was coming in. He, he was, you know, having some issues on Facebook, right? He was at that, you know, 50, 60k. He was trying to crack that 100k. And you know, if it wasn't for his marketing, he should have been there already when he first started working with us last summer. And so, um, you know, the catalyst initially for working with us. And sometimes it's funny, things happen like this. Everything happens for a reason. His Facebook account got, got shut down for a couple of weeks. Right. And he was like, this is, you know, this is, this is awful, right? Facebook gets, you know, gets shut down. That's where his leads are coming from. Um, and it's crazy too. Facebook's had the, the ban hammer with everybody these days. Um, and so that was the catalyst. He, he wasn't sure, you know, if YouTube was going to, and actually he even told me after the fact, he didn't think YouTube would outproduce Facebook, which it ended up doing. We'll talk about that in a second, but you know, he at least wanted something to diversify. So he came in out of a need. And then what that turned into 
is just changing his, his business. You know, we've done several you know, testimonials with them, but um, once we had done YouTube ads, we got that ramped up. That was the key to getting his first $100,000 a month. We switched 75% of his spend over to YouTube and that was his first uh, $100,000 month. No way. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Well, we, we are yeah. going to come back to ROI, but I want to just yes. dive into, I, I can tell that you were just like, your YouTube's like number one fanboy, clearly. You, 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 you're just, like, and I mean this in a, in a nice endearing way, yes. Alaric, you're just a geek, like when it comes to <laughs> YouTube. So how, how did you get into YouTube? And like, where, yeah. where, where, when did you, yeah, tell us about the journey where you kind of then started migrating into helping people with their ads. That's, that's an incredible question. I love that too, because I just eat, sleep, breathe. I love YouTube. That's what I've, you know, and and so honestly, I've been on the platform for over 11 years. So back in 2009, uh, and even before that I was doing sketch videos, but back in 2009, I, you know, first did it as like a business, uh, when I was, you know, when I I was pretty young, right. So I created a YouTube channel called app find to do mobile app reviews, tech tutorials, teaching people how to use their iPhone, um, and you know, it, it did, it, it, it took a little bit of time, but it started to snowball and it really started to take off and it was really exciting. We actually became the largest app review channel. There were, there were some other ones that had gameplay, but we're the largest app review channel on YouTube. Um, and we started getting all kinds of sponsorships. I remember seeing a list, a checklist of what to do when you launch an app and it was hire app find was, was one of the, the checklist Amazing. things on there. It was incredible. And so, um, you know, obviously I still have this, I, I turn it into the four hour work week kind of, you know, Tim Ferriss model. Um, these days I've got a team that manages it. They produce videos and stuff like that. So we still, you know, I still have that as, as, as a secondary business where I focus on ad outreach, but, um, you know, back about five, six years ago, this was when apps were huge. Apps are still big and, and valuable, but there was so much venture capital. Everybody wanted to become like the next Uber. Uber was, you know, like everything was, you know, there was a lot, a lot of uh, apps and, and, and growth. And so what happened was um, there were a lot of people sponsoring our, our channel and somebody came along and they were an influencer marketing company. And um, and, and they were like one of the early ones. Cause this is when influencer was like just the first word. I think they were actually called performance marketing company before influencers really, really a word. And so they hired us to do, um, a promotion of a specific social media network app. And we took that application. We, you know, put a, a video on our channel and it got, you know, thousands of downloads, but then it started to trail off as with any organic, you know, post that that's what happens, right? You post it, you get a burst and then it starts to trail off. So they reached out and they're like, Hey, how can we get more users? This is an incredible, you know, promotion. These people are coming in. They're, they're, they're high quality users for us. How can we get more? They're like, can we post the video again? Like a second time? I'm like, well, it doesn't really work. Like, I mean, we could, but it doesn't really work like that. But what if we do this? And this is about five years ago, five, six years ago now. And I was like, what if we do this? What if we take an ad? Cause I've been experimenting to, to run some, some subscriber campaigns to grow my channel. What if we take this and run it as an ad to people who also like mobile apps or like a lookalike audience, you know, to, to people who view our channel. And um, they're like, I don't know. I thought YouTube is really like for this stuff. I said, Hey, let's give it a try. Right. So we take $500 one week. We run an ad for this app that just the same video as an ad over 11,000 users in one week. Wow. It, it was incredible. For five hundred dollars. What? That's ridiculous. Are they on the, like an island island of Bali or something like that now? Just like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was it was absolutely incredible. And they call me up and they're like, "All right, 
we've got another big promote, you know, this, this was incredible. We've got another promotion, you know, coming up, right. As, as we kept doing the other one, they're like, we've got another, 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 um, you know, big company. And so they had me manage, uh, some campaigns that were videos for other, other influencers, other people on YouTube had done videos, uh, for this other, you know, company. And we, we basically ran and, and, you know, uh, thousands of dollars a day, uh, you know, for a small period of time, uh, with, with, with this, these campaigns, that was the first one I had actually run for, for somebody else, for, you know, other people. Um, you know, they actually, after that, they said, this is really great. You know, we're actually building this up. This Silicon Valley company, like, Hey, we want you to, at the time I was in college, drop out of college, fly out here to Silicon Valley and join us. And, you know, they had like a you know, six figure job offer, you know, things like that. And I turned it down because, you know, I wanted to, it was attempting, but I wanted to be the, you know, the king of my own castle. Right. And that's when I decided to create uh, originally app outreach. So we started out by leveraging my contacts in uh, the app world because I, I, you know, I became pretty successful. I was, you know, at different app events. I was, you know, you know, known in the app world. So we did you know, YouTube ads for mobile apps, drove millions of downloads for a variety of different apps. And that's when I, you know, started to, to I found consultants. Obviously, you know, that we, we share some 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 people in, in common with, you know, trap and funnels and stuff like that. So I kind of found that whole world of, you know, high ticket and businesses and coaching and I was like, wow, this is great. And so I started running YouTube ads to get app clients. And I realized, wait, if I can do that, other people started asking me to, to help them, you know, get clients themselves. And that's when I transitioned over to YouTube ads, you know, for coaches, consultants, course creators as well. So it also works really well for automated courses. We got a lot of those. And then, you know, a variety of different businesses. So we have some e-com, we have, you know, a few different things, but really our bread and butter is, you know, coaching, consulting, courses, kind of information space, uh, with YouTube ads, and it's just been been really great. So that's probably a little bit longer than you're expecting, but no, that's, that's the journey. It's amazing. I, I love, I mean, this is like, it strikes me that you've got like the true entrepreneur's journey there because you, um, you know, you you were doing something which you thoroughly enjoyed, which was making the videos yourself for the app, you know, the app channel. And then you kind of stumbled into something else and look where it's ended up. Like, I think so many business owners really try and force like they end up, it's like a sponge. They end up wringing the life out of an idea or out of a business and never really kind of let it take its own life, you know, life force. And whereas you, you know, a true entrepreneur, I believe sometimes they just stumble on an idea and then just run with it. And I, I, there's one thing which I just wanted to kind of tap into is obviously it's the fearless business podcast. And I, mm-hmm. I want to, um, there was a decision which you made, you said you made there where you got offered that six figure job and flown out. And was, was there a moment where you were like, God, am I I making the right decision here? Yeah, I honestly, there there was. And I, you know, I was like, cause, cause you know, you're inundated with that, you know, desire, right. Especially, especially in, you know, in college, right. Where, where you're like, you know, the Silicon Valley is like, it's like, it calls out to, to people and kind of that, that whole venture capital world, but it's a different, it's a different world. And I, I realized that, you know, I really wanted to be, you know, my own, you know, business, my own, you know, like, even if my kingdom, my castle is smaller, right. I would rather be the king of a smaller castle than a knight in a larger one. 
right? Yeah. And that's that's what you know I really figured out is is what I wanted, and and I knew even if it took a little bit longer, right? Because I wasn't you know at that that you know I was actually probably like I wasn't at that you know stick figure mark at that time. But obviously now you know things that, like obviously turns out really well because because you know to comic club and and all this stuff and, and and building things out. So I saw that vision and I said I'm not going to sacrifice my future vision to go and do that. Um, but I think if anything, that opportunity really validated in my mind, wow, I have something valuable that they want, you know, me to be the head of a, a YouTube ads division at this, you know, Silicon Valley company, you know, when, when you know, I'm like, you know, 19 or, or 20 or whatever. And so it was just, it was just kind of a, a crazy, you know, crazy thing. Hang on. How old are you still look 19 or 20? Oh yeah. So, I, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm 23. It's actually, it's kind of funny. It's actually my birthday today. Um, oh, no way. Yes, well, many happy yeah. return. I'm honoured that you oh, well, thank to be you. our guest. That, well, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, what a journey you've had already at 23. <laughs> um, it's absolutely phenomenal. Is there anything that do you think? Because I actually think that that entrepreneur's journey I talked about is kind of easier when you're that when you're as young as you are, and mm-hmm. and you know that means that you started your app business at 13, right? So 12, yes, 13, exactly. Yeah, 12. Yeah, when I was. <laughs> so is is there also a, a bit of this sort of naivety? You don't see like the you you don't like. I can picture all of the ups and the downs with, within a business. I can see them now because I've lived business for 20 plus years. Yeah. But is that just a, hey, like, bit of naivety, do you think, in terms of like, that's actually played a really positive part in your success? I think, I think there probably is, to be honest. And actually, that's, that's a really, really good question. Um, and, and I think it really is about how when you have that level of optimism and you have that, you know, like, you don't, think that you can fail and anything that has like a negative consequence you'll learn from and you'll change. So it doesn't mean that, you know, everything I, I, I touched has turned to gold. There's obviously been, you know, ups and downs along the way, but I can see that vision of overall success that I know I will end up here and there could be like little turns. Um, but, it, you know, it also comes from, from being able to be successful at a young age. I remember the first time I really realized, you know, where I was at, because the other thing too is I grew up, you know, in kind of middle class, upper middle class, you know, just, you know, throughout, um, you know, when, when I was, when I was growing up, but, you know, I started to make my own money. And so I remember when I was in, um, when I was in uh, high school, uh, there was this crazy, you know, this was the first time I really realized like, wow, actually I do have, you know, I have something crazy here because, you know, we were fully understanding is when, you know, one of my high school, uh, professor teachers, what, you know, um, they, they, they overheard me talking about my, my YouTube channel at the time. Right. And at the time I was doing like 55, you know, thousand dollars a year. Um, and he was like, there's no way you're not doing that. I'm like, well, yeah, I am, you know, that's just what my YouTube channel, you know, at the, at the time and in high school. And, and uh, he's like, that's more than I make. And I, I that's, you, that's where you. I was like, what, you know, I'm like, I'm here and like, and I was in class every day. I was like a studious, you know, person. And, and so it was kind of crazy. And, you know, and, 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 and in college, you know, that's when I hit my, my first six figure, you know, uh, year. And, and obviously, you know, this, this past year was my, my first, you know, over a million dollar year. And so it, it's just been incredible. And, and, you know, obviously we, we have bigger goals. So, you know, we have our, our sites, we're, we're, we're gearing toward, we want to do 5 million this year. It's ambitious, but we have a path to get there. And, and so it's, uh, it's exciting. 
Um, it's super exciting, man. I, I remember I, I had a, um, a really interesting email, which I received probably about two or three years ago, but it was, um, it was one of these like, you know, cold outreach emails, which you get from time to time, like only generate you loads of leads and social media, but it was littered with typos. It had the wrong name on it. There's all sorts of things wrong, wrong yeah. with it. And I remember, cause I get a ton of rubbish like that, right? And yeah. I, I, um, I looked at it and I thought, there's, there's just something which just isn't quite right about this email. And it's the, probably the only time when I've received a piece of spam, I thought, you know, I'm actually going to reply to this. And I put, just put a helpful thing in there, I just, I, which was like, hey, listen to, you know, I can see that you're trying to do some good here, but there's a few issues with the email. Like, you know, if you want some tips, let me know. And I got like a really angry response, but at the bottom it said, can we still have the tips? Like, so I was yeah. like, yeah. So I gave them ten things which they could have improved in the thing, and I said, and they said, well, what? How would you have approached this? And I said, well, shoot me an email with your address, and I'll send you a copy of one of my books. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, eventually, like, it was probably about two or three months later. I didn't hear anything for ages. Two or three months later, I got um, a phone call out of the blue, and it was that person. And they wrote back to me and they said, Robin, um, the advice you've given us, like, we're so grateful for the book. We read everything. The advice you've given us, we've ended up like kicking this agency off, and actually, we'd like to speak to you. And so I was chatting to the guy, and it was, he was a 19-year-old YouTuber, right? And he'd been doing it for like you, like eight, nine, ten years or something. Yeah. And he'd, um, he knew that he had kind of, I think, exhausted his avenues with YouTube and wanted to, was trying to work out what his next, you know, proper business was going to be, basically. I yeah. do that in bunny ears because that's what, that's his words. I want to set up a proper business doing social media and marketing and things like that for other people. And I was like, well, um, we started talking about his product. You, know, you should start like teaching other people how to like run their YouTube channels and things like that. And I said, just out of curiosity, like, I've got two questions for you. Like how much are you earning? And like, um, why do you want to shift away from it? Cause clearly you've been quite successful. He had 19 or driving around a brand new Range Rover, right? Like the one I want, I, the reason I don't have a Range Rover is cause I've got two kids and I'll make a fucking mess of it. Right. So I didn't just like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm saving that for like five <laughs> or 10 years when, when they're older and stop spilling stuff all over my car. Right? But he's driving around 19 or driving around this car that I want. I'm like, dude, like seriously, how much are you making? And like, why do you want to change? And he said, well, I'm making 80,000 pounds a year. I'm like, <laughs> phenomenal. Like that, it's a, it's like that age, that's like hat tip. I mean, it just, you've got, you're, you're more successful than most of the business owners that I work with. They're like struggling to get to that level and you've done it. And I was like, but why are you so pissed off? Why are you so angry? And he went, because my mates are making 10 times that. Yeah. I was like, oh God. It's like ridiculous. This guy's met. And sometimes I think as a youngster, like, and this is, this is um, a reflection for you. There is something about you, which is very humble. And like, like I see a huge amount of pride in the work, which you do and the way you deliver it, which is just amazing. Like this guy, it took him, it took me a while working with him to make him realize the value that the mountain of value that he was sat on. And yeah. you've, you've, you've kind of punched through that. And now you're onto your next product. And I mean, like hat tips you, man, it's, it's amazing. Wow. Well, th- thank you so much, Robin. That, that really, that really does mean a lot. I, I really appreciate that. And I, you know, I, this is really important. Like, talk to us because I, I know um, you've got some amazing results for your clients, and yeah. I want you to talk to us about the real power of YouTube ads now. Like, make it make it one hundred percent clear and transparent. If people invest in YouTube ads, what is the potential? Absolutely. So the, the potential is absolutely, you know, phenomenal. And and we've taken people, the, the problem with, with, with Facebook ads is, right, the costs are, are going up, you know, people getting shut down, everything. YouTube 
what we're seeing is it is a blue ocean right now, especially the way that we do it. Um, those of you on the live stream might see back there, I've got like 3D YouTube ads, probably hard to see, but we have our three YouTube ads strategy that I've cracked, of, you know, how to figure out YouTube ads for high ticket sales, which honestly, you know, a lot of people said that that was not possible. I remember people telling me they didn't think that that was possible, even while I was getting results. And now the results, you can't even argue with, right? You know, we have like a page, you know, mile long. And, and, and so literally, you know, Ahmad's a great example, right? Where he comes in and he had been doing that 50, 60 K uh, off of Facebook. And it was, you know, kind of fluctuating that kind of thing. And he has an incredible offer. He's an incredible personality, right? His marketing is what was stopping him from getting that hundred K months. You know, he also closes well on the phone. He just didn't have enough at bats. Get up, you know, get up on up and running on YouTube. First, he starts at 25% YouTube and he's starting to see, wow, the quality on YouTube is, is better. Right. Then we go up to 50%. And when we go up to 75%, once we go up to 75% YouTube now, remember he went from just like being like, oh, I just want something. If Facebook, you know, is shut down, I know that I'll have leads coming in to 75%. Now, now the only reason he told me for Facebook, he just wants to have a little diversity on the other way, right? On, on Facebook, right? Pick some low hanging fruit over there. And so now 75%, that was his first $100,000 a month. And literally that same month, he was in Best Buy. Uh, this was actually, you know, towards the end of, end of that month. That was, you know, in November, which was, um, you know, obviously it was uh, Black Friday here here in America. And he um, he was in Best Buy. Somebody tapped him on the shoulder. They're like, "Are you a mod?" And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, yes." You know, you know, he's like, "I've seen you on YouTube. You know, you're, you know, you're the, you're the YouTube guy. You're, I love those ads." And it's just crazy because, you know, you realize that the people that are seeing that are, you know, the people that are, you know, people around you. Sometimes you get stuck in the numbers, right? But really just seeing that, and, and I was walking through, um, you know, Funnel Hacking Live, right? The ClickFunnels convention um, and, and got recognized over 10 times. It was crazy. It was like surreal to me. I was like, what? You know, people, but it's, it's really, you know, when you can get in front of people with a video, and actually connect with them and they can see your face and they can see you know, who you are as a person, as a business owner, as somebody who can help them. I think that's it's just so powerful. And so, you know, with Ahmad, you know, he's hitting those 100K months and we have goals to get to 200K, you know, 300, the scale up beyond that. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, his calendar, the only thing stopping him right now, by the way, they're, they're very scalable, is the sales team. He, he needed to hire a sales team because his calendar was booked out two weeks in advance. Oh, wow. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, Robin, like, that's, well, that's, like, a, that's a tough problem to have. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he even made a funny video where, like for me where he was like, you know, if you guys want free time, don't work with Alric because, you know, you won't have any time on your calendar. But then also, you know, in the UK, because obviously I know you have a lot of UK listeners. Uh, we have Lucy, uh, who is incredible. She has kind of a program to help you know, business, you know, people figure out how to, you know, do their own businesses, kind of, you know, find what, what their offer is, you know, scale. And, and they've been, they even teach a little bit like Facebook and things like that. And, you know, they've been tapping into Facebook and they've been getting, you know, 140 or 140 pound, I mean to say 140 pound uh, applications on Facebook, which arguably, you know, that's, that's good. And, and you can build a business off of that. And they have been, we get them on YouTube, the average that they have 68 pounds per fully submitted application on YouTube. Wow. And they also, they had their first application, by the way, highly qualified application within four hours of launching their ads on YouTube. That's the first one. We get, so they're running. So, but here's, here's the crazy part, right? 
not only is there such a big price difference, 140 pounds versus 68 pounds per application on YouTube, they said, you know, or she was saying in a testimonial we, we did recently, and we have those on our, our site with our case studies. Um, she said that her sales team is fighting over the YouTube leads because they're higher quality. No way. That's brilliant. It's crazy. What was it, do you think that, because um, I know that Ahmad, for example, has got yeah. a, a really, you know, we were talking about this earlier on, but he's got a really unique take on like how he's, he's injected a lot of humor into his advertising, which I absolutely love. But yeah. what, what do you think is is really the, the sweet spot in terms of creating like a, a winning YouTube ad? Absolutely. We have perfected this to a science and it doesn't have to be very produced and, and witty like a mods is that really helps him. That's his brand. But you know, even mine it, it is not a, a funny style ad. It more follows this direct, you know, format. So just so that everybody knows a mod came up with an incredible ad and that definitely really helps him. But there's a lot of other people seeing success with, with our format, which is hook. So you're capturing people's attention, but you're pushing away the wrong person. Cause on YouTube, you're only paying if somebody watches 30 seconds of your ad which not a lot of people know. And actually some people listening, that might be the first time they say it. So I'll, I'll repeat that. You're only paying if somebody watches 30 seconds of your ad on YouTube. If they skip before 30 seconds, you don't pay anything. Like Facebook doesn't do that. Every impression you pay for it, right? And so you're only paying if somebody watches 30 seconds. Wow. And so you want to pull the right person in, but you want to get the wrong person to skip. Gotcha. So we call that okay. the hook. So that's kind of where you, you, know, you capture people's attention. So for us, you know, example of a hook is like, you know, what if you could ethically hijack your competitor's traffic and send them directly into your own funnel? We're going to show you how you can do that on YouTube, right? And another one is, you know, we're going to show you why YouTube ads beat Facebook ads every time, you know, and then you have an educate. So you actually provide some value. So you show people who you are, what you have to offer, right? What your unique mechanism is, you know, they really get um, indoctrinated into your way of thinking and they start to trust you, right? And then you have a call to action at the end. This is where, you know, you can obviously go and send them off to a webinar, whatever it is. But because you have that educate, so the hook captures their attention. A big mistake people make is they hook and then they say, oh, go sign up for our webinar. Doesn't really work that well because where's the substance? The substance is the educate. And this is where you give a few tips. Like you said, that, that person you were emailing back to, right? You gave them 10 tips. Like imagine if you could give three or four tips on, on your ad, Robin, you know, when, when you do a YouTube ad, right? So you, you hook them. So you, you capture people's attention and how to get to, to you know, the road to 85K, right? And then, you, you know, and, and building your consulting, right? Then what you do is you basically say, hey, here are some of the biggest things that people get wrong. And I'm gonna, just going to give this to you. This is an example of what we'll cover on our webinar. And then boom, 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 boom. And the people that get to this point, they're like, wow, Robin's actually giving out this free value. I love this. And then when you say, hey, if you like that, go, go ahead and sign up for the webinar. I want to give you a lot more free value. People are like, what? You know, how, what, what's this model? How are you giving out? So... It's very different than Facebook where people just tend to scroll by, right? And, and with YouTube, you can actually have a video that starts to get people, you know, excited, educated. I'll give one more example of, of, of really great success, by the way, that is a course example. Because I've given, I've given, you know, one with Ahmad, uh, which coaching uh, over in, well, he's in Canada, but he has Canada and America for the most part. Obviously, Lucy is basically UK and, and Europe. Um, and, uh, but I want to give an example of a course because that also works really well too. Great. So we have, uh, we have a client, David Emmons, one of my favorite people. Um, he, he's just the nicest, most authentic, incredible guy. Um, he, he's, he's in Vermont here in, here in the States. And he basically uh, helps people who sell it, artists who sell at craft fairs, sell their art online. Talk about a niche. Right. People ask me like, what well, my, my niche might be too small. I tell them about David. Right. He helps 
artists selling at craft fairs sell their art online. He used to sell at craft fair, and, and he still, I think, well, he still sells that 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 art, um, but now online. And so he he did hanging water gardens. He cracked the code to selling online, and what he wanted to do is get his course out to more people. So he was getting people, obviously, you know, on um, on Facebook, but not that much. And so we get him up and running on YouTube. We have the hook. You know, he's actually walking in a craft fair, right? And he's like, does this scene look familiar to you? And then he, he shows a craft fair kind of like, you know, all the tents blowing, you know, rain getting everywhere. I would never have guessed that's a major problem, major pain point with craft fair people. But it makes sense. So he's showing this. And then he gets into his educate, his call to action. We create the video. We start running this and we start scaling up and I'll just skip to, to where we're at now. He actually, you know, uh, well, this was a few months ago now, but he was, you know, he, he went on a trip in the Grand Canyon and recorded a, a video for us where, where his ads on autopilot, he's selling a 997 course on autopilot. He checks in, he checked in, you know, I think it was only like once or twice a week, which I don't fully advise, but you know, but that's all he needed to do. Um, hiking the Grand Canyon for three or four weeks um, on autopilot, his ads spending over $2,000 a day, making a three X ROAS. Wow. Selling to artists who sell at craft fairs, getting their art online, 997 course, talk about a niche scaled up on YouTube. Couldn't scale that up on Facebook. Although uh, he's a good friend of mine. Ethan uh, is, is really great at Facebook. I think um, I'm not sure if he's working with them yet, but I know he's in talk with them, but, but couldn't scale it up on Facebook going over to YouTube, getting that, that return. And, and so it's just incredible. And, and, and it's the same thing, right? I've got a lot of these stories and, and at the end, when I, when I give kind of the gift where I have like our webinar and, and some trainings uh, as well, uh, include on that page or some other case studies that, that your listeners can, can take a look at. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, I, I probably, what I think is going to happen now, everybody who's either watching this live or listening in, you know, to the podcast later on, uh, all of a sudden Google's um, income is just going to spike because obviously I've got so many listeners uh, and um, yeah I I mean that's that's absolutely gold I hope that does at least um, inspire one or two extra people to take that leap of faith and switch across to a new platform and like I I love video I mean I I look at um, the likes of a different platform but you know Mm -hmm. um, there's a lady called Shay Robot who's absolutely killing it on LinkedIn at the moment you know she got picked up by Grant Cardone and they did a JV thing and very but she's just um, so honest and this is why I think like that you talk about that content which really connects with your audience yeah. but also turns people away um you know shay's shay's absolutely crushing it on um on linkedin i think one of the dangers with a lot of um maybe it's you an, an english thing you know british thing uh we're, we're very reserved Alric, and uh we couldn't possibly um you know put ourselves out there and make ourselves look stupid and um but i actually think sometimes you need to take a bit of a risk and at the end of the day one of the best things about ads is you get that especially something like YouTube, it's almost like real-time feedback. Is this working? Is it not? Oh, that didn't work right. Let's go out and try another video. Boom. Okay, that one's firing. Let's let's double down on that one. Um, so that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of that awesome information. Um, couple of, before we get onto the, uh, the gift which you prepared for the listeners, so how can people get in touch with you if they want to know a little bit more about Alaric and what Alaric's getting up to? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have a a free Facebook group uh, for YouTube ads for entrepreneurs. If you look up YouTube ads for entrepreneurs, uh, it'll say YouTube ads for entrepreneurs, advanced skilling strategies with Alric Heck. You can also look up my name, Alric Heck, uh, and you'll find that as well. Um, And that's going to be where, you know, on social media where you can, you can kind of see 
different things that I post. Um, and uh, honestly, though, you know, when I talk about the gift that we have as well, that's going to also let you get on our email list. You know, when you sign up for either a webinar or training, we're sending out content each day. We're sending out value. We're giving, you know, because really YouTube ads are the future. It's a blue ocean right now. This is where people are going. Um, and then also, if you if you think, you know, you've heard enough and like you're like, hey, I want to talk with Alric's team and, uh, and, and, and you know, work with us. And I work, you know, closely with, with, with each of our clients as well. Obviously, as we've grown, we do have, you know, our advisors that get on the call just to make sure it's a good fit. Um, you can go to adoutreach, that's A-D-O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H.com, so adoutreach.com slash apply. Uh, and that'll allow you to apply to speak with our team. And uh, we can actually map out, right? It's, you know, 45 minute call. We want it to be very valuable. Map out exactly what YouTube ads look like in your business and, and see if it's a good fit. Amazing. Thank you. Listen, tell us about, um, you've got an amazing, like super valuable free gift for everybody as yes. well. So tell everybody about that and how they can access that. Absolutely. So I actually, instead of just giving you one gift or even two gifts, I wanted to give you a, a few different gifts here. Um, and so one is our YouTube ads uh, to generate leads and sales webinar. Now, this is a webinar that actually dives deep into how it works. We go inside of our YouTube ads account. We're giving you a complete primer on all of the YouTube ad stuff. So we're, there's a lot of content and value there. Um, it's one of those things, you know, you can see the star rating, like we run it on a webinar jam. It, you know, it's rated four and a half stars with hundreds of ratings, right? And so, you know, I want to provide value. So if you take a look at that, um, we've got that on that page. Um, it's actually, I'll, I'll say the page first. So it's ad outreach. So it's A-D-O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H dot com slash gift. So it's ad outreach dot com slash gift. And so we have a link to that. Um, we also have, I also have a little video that I prepared for you guys as well, but we have a link to our YouTube ads for high ticket sales training. Now this is a 22 minute, no fluff training on YouTube ads for high ticket, which is a little bit more of what we talked about too. Um, and then we also have some case studies and that link to the Facebook group as well on that page, as well as the, the link to apply for a call. So basically it's everything in one spot, but I really wanted to make sure to give you guys that access to the webinar and the free training, which we don't usually, we don't always give out, right? That's that YouTube ads for high ticket sales, no fluff training. Uh, it's at outreach.com slash gift. And, and massively valuable as well. I know it's new training because um, I stalk you basically, Anarik. So I know that this is, uh, this, is, this is new, bang up to date. It's the best learning which you can get on YouTube ads, definitely. So well worth going and checking out. And what we'll do, Alaric, as well, we'll, all of those resources which you've just outlined, we'll make sure that they're um, tagged in the Facebook post. We'll also make sure it's in the show notes for the podcast too. Right, we're, we're kind of um, coming close to, to the end of the interview. And I have one question which I, I normally normally ask Alaric, but I have to change it because you're so young. Because I, I normally <laughs> ask, like, if we hop into the time machine and go back 10 years, <laughs> like, what piece of advice would you give yourself? I'm not going to ask that one, so don't answer it. If you were in a, a room full of old dogs like me, right, you know, and you had one piece of advice for, for us now, which is going to transform our businesses as coaches, consultants, freelancers, uh, you know, as handsome 30 and pretty 38-year-olds running our businesses, what, what would that one piece of advice be for us? And it doesn't have to be business-related. It'd be anything you want. What would Absolutely. It be? It's, it's to get ahead of the curve instead of following the crowd. A lot of people follow the crowd and I'll just, you know, kind of, this is a great, you know, mo uh, note to end on. Um, I've had conversations with a lot of different, you know, business owners and multiple people have brought up, you know, oh, I miss the, the golden days of Facebook ads five years ago, the golden days of Google pay-per-click, right? Gary V built an entire empire on pay-per-click if you're familiar with his story. Yeah. Like, they're like the golden age of that 10 years ago. 
But those same people, some of them, not all of them, some of them do take the leap, but some of those people, they don't want to take the leap to YouTube ads. They think that at some point they'll hear, oh, you, you know, YouTube ads is now safe. But the minute it's safe, the minute everybody, and, and by the way, it is, it is safe now, but, but like the minute like everybody knows about it, it's too late right? It's like what Facebook is right now. It's very saturated, right? What I'm doing is I'm telling people, listen, this is the opportunity. You know, we have a roadmap for this. We've figured out how to crack YouTube ads. But if you sit on the sidelines too long, not just for this, but anything in life, and this is not just, you know, YouTube, this is, this is everything, right? You sit on the sidelines too long and you wait for it to be, you know, what you think is a sure thing. It's, it actually makes it not a sure thing anymore because you're now behind the curve. So get ahead of the curve. That's what I recommend. Gotcha. How, how long have we got? Um, on, on before the cur- before we miss oh, the curve, how long? Yes, you yes. Um, it, I, I honestly, I would say right now, um, this is the year that if you get in this year, but honestly, the the clock is ticking, right? But if you get in this year, you're going to set yourself up very, very well on YouTube. But honestly, there's a difference, not just the year, this half of the year versus the next half. It's not going away. And YouTube has a lot of things that's going to consistently make it better than Facebook, better than other platforms, even if the, um, the amount of people advertising is the same. But right now, this year, not only do I genuinely believe YouTube's a better platform for all the reasons we talked about, right? The 3D targeting that we have, it's also grossly, grossly underutilized right now, underappreciated, and it is ready to be tapped. It's a blue ocean. Oh, I, I'm gone. I'm done. Right. Bye. <laughs> Alaric, listen, um, I'm so grateful. I cannot explain, express to you for you giving up your time to come and speak to us about YouTube ads. You've dropped some golden nuggets. Your gift is absolutely unbelievable. It's been a total pleasure. Um, thank you so much for all of your time. Absolutely. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me on, Robin. This was great. 